All right, welcome back to The Road Home on film. My name's Andy Cummins. you live to take from The Road Home from Wrestling World Headquarters of the world. And I got Dean with me today. What's up, Dean? Nine alive. What's up? Ah! We're, uh, we watched Heels episode five. What was the episode called, Dean? Swerve. Swerve, bro? Right? Yeah, you couldn't guess it, could you? No, I tried. You tried? I mean... That's, that's a new age wrestling term. I mean, I don't... And we're not supposed to know or use the wrestling terms. <laughs> right, yeah, you're not supposed to As do I've that. been politely or not politely. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, these days we'll have to tell those stories. Those stories are awesome. But, yes, people sometimes get mad. It's funny. I like the I like the when someone gets mad at us for using inside terms and then someone's like, defends us. That's my favorite, you yeah. know, which has happened too. Uh, but anyway, yes, this is the Road Home on Film. We talk about the films and the wrestlings and whatnot. And the thing and the slams <laughs> and the, the pudding pop. That's not good. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yes. Uh, anyway, and we watched uh, this episode. So, Dean... Was this the best episode so far? Now, we said that about last week. We liked last week a lot. And I don't remember I, liking last week. Well, okay, we liked the one part, right? Yeah, you're right. We didn't like the episode. No. We liked the one part where they were filming the... Yes. With the thing and the thing. Uh, I, I, <laughs> as we had kind of said last week, they do this this thing where they toss back, oh, this is a personal life episode, and this is a wrestling world episode. Yes. And then a personal life episode, then a wrestling... And we have found that we much more enjoy the wrestling episode. What do you know? This one, and this one was wrestling-centric, you know yeah. what I mean? This was a good... I think this is the first, like, good episode of the show. This was good. And if it takes... But is it a good show if it takes four episodes to get to that good episode, you know? Yes. I don't know. That's the question for the sages to ponder, I think. Uh, four bad and one good episode is a good episode. Yeah. Is that a good series, though? It's moving that way. Yeah, we're we we know where they're headed now. So we're. It gonna could f- be a very good series. It may not be the best season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we at least know where they're headed now, which we're going to fill you in on that. So, uh, but did you like this episode? I liked this episode a lot. It what was good. I oh, oh, thank you so much for asking. <laughs> oh, I very much enjoyed it. I had a good time, and like it. Even there's even parts of it that make absolutely no sense that we'll get into, but I still like it for some reason. I yeah. don't know. Like it, it's just funny because the whole season we've been kind of like Jack kind of doesn't know what he's doing a little bit. You know what I mean? He kind of sucks, and so like his bullshit got corrected this week in a way that was not a way that was planned. And so like to me, they're on the right path now as a promotion, DWL that is Duffy Wrestling League. And, um, you know, I, I think that it, it came, you know, because of the source. I, I also, I, I disagree a little bit. I feel like Jack knows what he's going. He knows where where he's going to go. And other, like, if you're going on a trip and you know where you want to be, Jack knows where he wants to be. But he's got all these backseat drivers saying, why did we turn here? Why are we doing, like, and they don't see the big picture that Jack sees. <laughs> I think that his big picture it might be fine, but I think that he's lost. I don't think he knows how to get there. I think he's been lost in the woods. He knows you know? where he wants to be, but he doesn't know. He he's like, I'm going to Florida, and he hits 71 North. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he doesn't. You're not going to tell him he's wrong. No, no. He's he'll he'll be at Columbus asking people for directions. Finally, break down. Yeah. They're like, Sir, uh, yeah, you're an idiot. So that's that's what I think. Um, now, Dean, this this show they want to get it out of the way immediately on this episode. 
So we, we had our boob quota filled. I mean, the first thing we see is boobs. Yeah, but they were through the shirt. I mean... I mean, I we, mean, knew, we know they were there. I mean, so we got we got Crystal in the ring practicing a promo, and uh, her shirt is see through, and that's wonderful. And uh, Willie is not okay with that, right? No, and she does that like that chatty way the girls like to talk to each other. Caddy, like, yeah, yes. caddy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, you should get a new outfit for tonight with a bra." <laughs> she's like, "It's a family show. We don't need your titties on display." And I don't know if she's seen this ep- this like series or not because i mean yeah titties are on display most of the time yeah, but that's for us that's not for the, the view it's not for the characters at the show it's for the viewers of the tv show <laughs> all right so tell me, tell me the what... titties aren't in the wrestling line for the fans so <laughs> tell me about this opening scene and what's going it's, on it, it is crystal like you said she's cutting a promo on uh her and she's cutting a promo talking about her and ace and why they became the bad guys and what they think of Bobby Pin. And it gets all done and Jack's like, Great work and he's just like, Oh, I don't like it. Like <laughs> he's spotlights, got, I'm uh I'm not in the spotlight or he, he's got a beef with her a little bit, right? Yeah. I wonder what it is. Well, I wonder. <laughs> oh my god. We were so worried about Big Jim. And, like, he has been gone. Like, he basically died because we yeah. don't see him anymore. And we should have been worried about Bobby this whole time. It's almost as if that Big Jim was going to be this character somehow. You know, but that that actor died or something and they had to replace him? I don't know. There's This is weird. But um, Big Jim will be back. Maybe the actor got COVID or something and had to replace his storyline. But, uh, anyway, yeah, so she practices that promo. I think it's really good. I like it. And um, Bobby can't even do a flying nothing like yeah. he fails miserably the idea is he's they're trying to practice a spot where he's going to get super kicked out of the air trying to do a frog splash but he can't he's scared he flinches as he comes down <laughs> he's scared which i think that might be the hardest part you know at meaning like if i were a wrestler one of the hardest parts would be learning not to flinch you yeah. know what i mean because well, you, you get two for flinching it's true and so like you know, imagine what happens to you in the wrestling ring when you flinch. It's yeah. like, we've seen that before. I remember one time, uh, there's this guy named Pav City, and he was getting <laughs> destroyed by Dustin Ray's in the corner at uh, in Dayton. <laughs> he tried to get away. He flinched and then tried to get away. Dustin Ray's like, nope. Back here, just started jumping. I think that was the night that somebody vacated the fanny pack title <laughs> yes. and dropped it in the ring. And all the all the wrestlers were, it was kind of like a kill the man with the ball where all the wrestlers were grabbing it. And then we get to the point where the Knight Riders are back in the ring with it. And you got Pav City and Will the Thrill. They're just like, fuck. <laughs> we're supposed to want that. We're not going to get it. They just stand on the outside like, I don't want that thing. Yeah. yeah it's it was... like that one deep breath like, <laughs> slid in the ring. And... <laughs> that shit was awesome. All right. So uh, that was fun. Bobby can't do a flying nothing. And then while Bill has a press conference, right, Dean? Yeah. Well, he's making his apology. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> kind of just sort of. It reminded me. Uh, I knew about it, but there's also, it's one of the uh, top 50. Oh, my God. <laughs> Moments of ECW, awesome. and they play that soundbite before every one of the 50 or 100. But one of them was the time that Raven. Uh, have you heard about the time that he crucified the Sandman? I have heard that. And then they sent him out to make an apology, 
and I thought it was an, an honest apology. Like, I mean, all, all, all like in the documentary, uh, Tommy Dreamer's like, he gave the shittiest apology ever. <laughs> but, like, he goes out to the ring, and he's like, yeah, so I know that I'm given a lot of freedom as Scott Levy to do what I consider art in this ring. And I have been given that freedom to do so, and sometimes it goes wrong. And for the fans that I offended, I apologize. <laughs> and the, just the way he worded it about taking how he respects them for giving him the freedom to try new things, and he's like I thought it was somewhat sincere, but I was like he did not mean this apology. And then basically that was Wild Bill's apology reminded me a lot of this insincere. Yes, and while Bill was working the the, the press, male audience very much. Yes, he yeah. was working everybody. So like he's like he makes it about circumcision somehow. Yeah. He's like, Yes, and like uh you know, he, he just starts going off about how that's terrible. he plays the victim, basically. Every third fantasy a man has is putting his dick in someone's mouth. <laughs> and the other two he puts it somewhere else. And then the guys in the audience are like laughing and like high five yeah. <laughs> This guy gets it. <laughs> <laughs> he's this part's pretty funny because like you said he he works you know the these uh, reporters a little bit and then he like makes it basically like it, him a victim because he'd been fired from the company he said that he's been he hasn't been fired he's been abandoned by this terrible company that he's worked for years and years and blah 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 and it's pretty great um and very funny and when he walks off his manager, who was in a scene, or, you know, where she begged for drugs, which was pretty funny. She, uh, she's basically like, "Oh, what? Why were you doing that?" And he's like, "I'm working them, brother, brother, brother." <laughs> that was funny. Um, then we had uh, Jack's wife being super mom. She's like on the phone with Jack, trying to like, or leaving a message for him while he jogs. She's like making a lunch for the kid, and the kid. I thought she was talking to her dad. Oh, was she? She was talking to her dad because oh. she said one thing about oh and dad just text me if you uh if you need to I know you don't like to text I know you like to call but I can't answer the phone at work and I'm starting this new job I heard her say dad so I don't oh, know okay it was dad as in her son's dad being her husband Jack yeah because he was out jogging I thought that's what it was it didn't matter anyway because they ended up. <laughs> Doing something funny, yeah. which we'll talk about in a well, second. Also, but, while yes. Jack was out jogging, Wild Bill came by and was talking to him. And basically, Jack just kind of, to Bill, insulted him, said he didn't want want his help. Get the fuck out, get of out of here, Bill. Willie told me what you said, uh, referring to most likely the abortion of the daughter. Well, and, and Wild Bill's explanation was that he'd been drinking. And when you drink and blurt, you hurt. I didn't hear that. That's what he said. He said he blurred it. I need a bumper sticker. In this I know. Guy. When you drink a blur, you're, he is tremendous. This guy is very much like a real old school wrestler. Because if you've ever met a real old school wrestler, they kind of talk like that a little bit. And it's awesome. We met a very, very famous um, older wrestler, classic style, legend style wrestler once. And one of the first things he ever said to me was, uh, he said, if you like the, those young buck cocksuckers, cocksuckers, you can get right back up right now. Because I had sat down at a table with him. And it was, that's kind of how they talk. That's kind of, that, uh... it's, it's a guy, it was a guy we know. So, um, but that, that was, well, a, now I know yeah, that was a thing that happened. So, uh, and that was really funny. So these guys are kind of like that for real. And it's kind of this, it's funny because it's like this big shield of insecurity that they kind of hold up by being oh, this yeah. huge asshole and it's so funny and this character this actor plays it really well especially in this uh this episode so 
Um, yeah, now, uh, Jack jogs, he, he fucking, we get the blurt and hurt thing, and then Jack's wife gives him a handy in the bathroom, right? Yeah, I, uh, she's willing to make a handshake agreement to help him de-stress before his, his meeting with people at the fair. Yes, because we find <laughs> that they, the Duffy Wrestling League is in, in the running for being an attraction at the fair, and they're going to pack in 10,000. 10,000 people. They got 10, which that's a very interesting number. That's kind of the number that was the bet as far as, uh, you know, you'll never, it was like the Young Bucks got bet on as far as like you'll never pack 10,000 people in a stadium, and they took that bet, and that's what All In was. So uh, the first AEW pay-per-view. So there you go. Facts, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, there's, I think it was Meltzer that bet, bet on that, or I can't remember, but yeah, that's a thing that happens. So that, that number is a specific number for wrestling. That's when you know you made it. <laughs> so 10,000 people are going to be at this thing, we think. Uh, Jack's wife jerks him people off. People are going to be funneling in. They'll be having one of those counters that's like 9,997. <laughs> and they'll be standing there like holding hands and looking at it. And then it goes to 10,000 and the pyro goes yeah! off. And that's how it ends. We don't even see a final match. Right? Johnny B. Bad comes out and shoots his little thing off. But that'd be great. Um, okay, then we see, you know, and, and I, I, I like this episode, all right? But we have to call out something that's fucking bullshit. Crystal is like, she gets her paycheck from the Piggly Wiggly or whatever. No, the, 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 wife, the wife works at the Piggly Wiggly. Okay, so she gets her, get, her paycheck from the gas station. It's $100, like $101. And she's like, shit, I need more than this. And she decides to make a bet. Did you catch the team that she bet on? Uh, Reds over Cardinals? Yeah. Yes. Um, <clears throat> if you don't know, that's not. I mean, that's not a good bet. That's a real bad bet. Because the Reds usually lose the Cardinals. Usually, usually the Cardinals are a very good team. And the Reds yeah, are not. That's the better payout. <laughs> so she, this is unrealistic because she makes that bet. And later on we find out she won that bet. Because she needs to buy new gear. And yeah, that's, that's with a bra. With a bra. <laughs> this is where we find out more about the state fairs coming to see the wrestling. So we got three people that are going to come from the state fair commission. The state commission, they call it. Yeah. Which, that's not it's not a thing. Uh, they're coming to see the wrestling. So that's, that's an important they got to have a really good show. I mean, and nothing has to go wrong. I mean, it has to go perfect. There's no way we can have anything go wrong. Or maybe unexpected. It's like a foreshadowing. It's got to go perfect. <laughs> There's some blatant No one better go off script. So one of the other things, too, that's going on in this show is that, or in this episode, is that the little kid who has done nothing the whole fucking season other than be like, oh, my God, my blanket, thank you. That's like all he's done. The whole season. He, he kicked a ball around in the yard once. Yeah. That's all he's done. He all of a sudden is important because he is following Jack around as Jack goes to work, and he's kind of bringing his son into the business here, it's right? Easy. No, Jack has to watch the son because the wife has to work now, and she oh, can't take him to work. gotcha. But... But also, yes. Yes, he's also bringing him into the business. So the son is in every scene with Jack, and the son's pretty good. Like, he's funny, and, like, he... I don't know, like, they're... There's a couple parts where he has great reactions, and it's like me and you look at each other like, yeah, okay, that was pretty good, you know, that was pretty funny. So, um, let's see here. We had Bill Pearl harboring Jack's wife at the, at the Piggly Wiggly. Tell yeah. me about this, Dean. So, she, uh, you hear something break, and the employee now, the wife, is like, oh, I can get that, and we see that it is... Uh, 
Wild Bill, who has dropped a jar of pickles, and then is having conversations uh, with the wife, insulting the husband, and how he doesn't know how to do business, how his dad did so much better business, and things like that. This is awful things yes. about the dad, like One, in the suicide. It is bad. One thing I noticed was that he dropped that jar of pickles. He did. Right? So here's some shoot job talk. But they actually teach us this. They, they taught us this at Costco, and it's called, like the not, not the pickle theory, but the pickle principle, where because we, Costco, marks up items so little that hypothetically, if you have a $7 jar of pickles, and we make seven cents on that, if an employee were to drop a $7 jar of pickles, we have to sell a entire pallet of pickles to make that seven dollars back that now we couldn't sell it for, mm. and it's like, and it's a whole like we drop stuff all the time. <laughs> the profit margin's probably a little more than that, you know. Yeah. So they they say it doesn't go above a fourteen percent markup, and some of our stuff is very reasonably priced. Yeah, because Fair because enough. when you pay for a membership, that's a hundred percent profit. <laughs> I heard that you guys have a liberal return policy too. They're very liberal. <laughs> You can break the, the jar of pickles in the parking lot, pick up the pieces, take them to the return counter, and they'd be like, oh, yes, sir. No. Don't even have to pick them up. Come in. Yeah, drop that. <laughs> then we go clean it up after you've you got go. your money back. Yeah, there you go. So, th- so and, go to Costco. When you work at the chicken room, sometimes you burn the arm on the hot Oh! Dean, you didn't show me that. Dean has a giant burn on his arm. Ow, dude. I burn myself a lot of times in the kitchen, working in kitchens. It's kind of like... After a while, your hands get so burned that you can start to pick up really fucking hot shit, yeah. and it's awesome. I, I do the same thing. I'll work an entire shift, and then the girls that come in and close will be like, oh, we need new gloves. You, you can feel the heat through the glove hoodies. I'm like, oh, I've been using those all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I have pussy hands, you know, So like, because I don't work in a kitchen anymore. But when I did, oh, yeah. boy, look out. Okay, where are we? Oh, yeah, this brand new sentence that was like Bill Pearl Harbor's Jack's wife. And, and oh, and a ghost gives her a bucket to help him clean up the pickles. What happened here? She goes over to pick up a rag that's all like a little attached, like a little uh, rollable trash can. And it just rolls towards her before she even touches it, as if somebody was like, had their boot on it and was like, here you go. Somebody, somebody from off stage or whatever was pushed it towards her for no reason, and they didn't crop that part out. So you see, you don't see their hand, but you see the bucket just move like a ghost is pushing it, and then she grabs it, and it's pretty funny. Uh, that made me laugh. So uh, that's the first like, like blatant inconsistently like like thing like that that we found I think so far. Like blatant ridiculous because this show, it looks good. It is not high budget. I mean, there's no way this is a high budget show, you no. know. So first season, yeah. Well, and also, you know, these are nobody actors, and you know, Stephen Amell's the big name. I mean, come on, you there's know. a couple name people in it, people we've seen before. Yes, but none of them are going to be like expensive. So is my point. So anyway, um, <laughs> it's just funny, and we finally caught something. I've been waiting to catch something like that. All right. So, so one thing that yes, happens why they are in the store is a rebuttal for Wild Bill talking shit about Jack and the DWL is the wife spills the beans that the fair's coming. Yes. And there, and this is kind of like, oh, no big deal. Well, you're going to, the fair's going to come pick them up and you can't ruin that. But light bulb and Wild Bill says, <laughs> oh. 
I'm going to step on this frog and hear a crunch. Exactly. Very good, Dean, because that's what he says he wants to do. And uh, he, like, okay, so while Bill, you're wondering why he's doing things the whole time. Because I was, like, especially he has these interactions with Crystal later we'll talk about. And I'm like, what is he doing? And then you realize he's just trying to fuck the show up or interject himself. And he is a worker. Because, man, he fucking orchestrates this whole thing, and it works out perfect for him, doesn't it? I mean, it is unreal. And um, that's why I say this character is awesome. But, uh, okay, so we have a um, young boy, Bobby. He flirts with Crystal in the Airstream. She has her new new gimmick on, and it's like she's a cheerleader, and she does a little spin. Yeah, so we get the you know little this, script goes up. Yeah, this little ass quota there. We didn't have yeah, and, much, so. and then Bobby's she's gonna do. I look good, and Bobby goes, "Yeah, you look great with nothing on." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I'm just kidding." Wait, and am she I? does the hands, the chest, like, oh, like oh you, you know. <laughs> so they're they're flirting away, and uh, then Rooster. This is weird because Rooster and uh, Diego they are working, and Diego's the the kind of like fat lucha dude. They are working on a spot together, but the spot they describe is like a stretcher job, kind of, you know? Yeah. And and that's not what happens I, in I the didn't match. think it made sense because he said that, like, uh, Rooster was going to hit a splash. Diego was going to hit a splash on Rooster. He was going to be injured. He was going to get stretchered out, but he was going to give the thumbs up to Diego yes. who won. But Diego was a bad guy. Like, that's what didn't make sense. Was, like, a thumbs up or he was going to come back to the ring. Yeah, it didn't make sense. This, this, the booking in this, we're going to break it down for you guys. Because the booking in this is mind-boggling. Like, some of the stuff that Jack wants to do, I don't understand. <laughs> what his plan is here. It doesn't make any sense. Um, and, and so what they describe, this is another kind of inconsistency in the episode. Um, where the continuity doesn't work out. Because... They're just describing that Diego's going to win. I think that's what the audience is supposed to get there, but the other details don't line up with what happens later. Another key detail that they did explain in this that they would set up for later, because Jack's son was ringside, right? and they explained the X. They did. And the ref putting up an X is how you know that somebody's actually hurt, which is something that wrestling now knows the fans know, and they'll play that up also. You know, I was listening to the I Got Your Five Stars podcast with our buddy referee Sean O'Brien, Mr. Manbun, and uh, they had Max Recon on. And Max Recon was talking about the X. And he was talking about how he will basically beat up someone who uses it as a work. Like he said, if, if a ref uses it as a work, I'm going to fight him pretty much, which is awesome. awesome. I fucking love that. So you can't use the X as a work is the point. Because uh, that means that someone's really hurt and, and you know, something's wrong, you know. So, uh wonder why we need to know that. Is Big Jim coming back? Yeah. <laughs> Break a compound fracture he's, of the spine. He's just going to be up on the water tower. He's going to give the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, that was pretty fun. Okay, so that doesn't make any sense. But it's also it's Crystal that explains... The what what the X is and Crystal's always the one who's like oh brother brother here's how you brother she's always smarting everybody up. To when, yeah, when at the very beginning when Bobby doesn't know how to do a frog splash, she goes just stretch out and then like she's being nice to Bobby and Ace goes like you're a fucking frog. <laughs> you know she brothers pretty easy. You know yeah. what I mean? There's there's some guys that don't brother very well. They don't brother you know well at all. 
They brother hard. Yeah. She brothers pretty easy. So, you know, she's brothering around as you do. Trying to help. And, <laughs> and um, we had this like meeting, right, where they pitched this new idea. So, so Ace... Ace has shown up with a new valet, right? Trisha. It's Trisha, who was the bartender who was banging yeah. in the last episode, who is not involved in wrestling in any way, shape, or form, and would never be allowed to be a brand new character on a big, important show like that, right? Yes. I heard uh, one of the best wrestling managers that we that I believe we ever saw, J.T. Davison, was on a podcast, good. and he was talking about how the art of being a manager has gone to waste. And a lot of people don't understand what it means. And you'll have a guy on the outside of the ring who is not distracting the other wrestler, who's not interacting with fans, not helping hide stuff. And he goes, that's why, like, I wish bookers would stop. Some guy will ride, you know, into town with his cousin or his buddy or somebody or his girlfriend and help give them a ride and get to the show. And they get to the show and ask if their girlfriend can walk them out to the ring. Mm -hmm. The answer should always be no. It is insulting to... You wouldn't let, hey, this guy rode with me. He's going to tag with me tonight. Right. Well, so to, I mean, to a plus he's a brother, you yeah. know, so, yeah. To a successful manager, somebody who understands the art of the business, bringing somebody in like that is heat. Yeah. It's heat, like, meaning they're going to get pissed. And yeah. That's a, that's a bad idea. And and only, like, like they can fuck up so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we'll see, you know, what happens here. But, but basically... Um, Jack pitches this new idea to Crystal. Crystal shows up kind of like to a meeting. They already have, they're in that office area. They have this like office set with the, you know, wooden doors and stuff. And uh, Crystal shows up to this meeting. Ace is already there with Trisha. Yeah. And and also Debbie's there, who is a character who's just shown up out of nowhere pretty much, who is just like... An she works in the office and she's the one that just went and got them. Like, yes, yeah, so, but she's in on this meeting, which is yes. weird. I just mentioning she's there because she's going to come up later because we have to introduce her, of course. So, um, you know, and then we got Jack sitting at the desk and he pitches this idea to them. Dean, what's the idea? The idea, and one thing about it is is before all this, Ace had already said that this was his idea, that he just wanted Trisha to be it. So Ace is Ace is kind of taking, not Ace, Jack is kind of taking the heat from Ace by saying, oh, this was my decision. Right. So he's, he's still protecting his brother from, you know, rebound sex. <laughs> but uh, the idea is that Ace is going to come out and announce to the fans that he knows that Crystal's been cheating on him. And then they're going to put up photos on the Humongo screen of Crystal and young boy Bobby backstage kissing, flirting, being together. And then it's going to put Crystal with Bobby. And, and here's why this makes no sense at all. Um, they also have some, like, they also had practice, I'm sorry, they had practice a finish earlier where Crystal was going to grab Bobby's leg when he went for the frog splash, which is why he does the flying nothing and gets super kicked and then loses, right? Yeah. So that's kind of the finish that they're working on, which is when Crystal is a heel because she's with the top heel, who is Ace, who's yes. in the match, right? So if Ace comes out and cuts this promo... That doesn't turn Crystal more heel. That's supposed to turn her face because Bobby's a face. Yes. But the but the idea that Jack has 
is to turn her more heel, and he even says so because he says the lines that you he says to Ace is like, oh, I want he's practicing his promo, right? Yeah, and, and he throws his own words in there, and Jack's like, no, the lines that I wrote will turn the crowd against Crystal. That's what he tells him, which is not that doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm gonna my I'm gonna turn my valet heel, and that makes me more heel. Yeah. I, I don't get how I, I see how his lines will turn would turn Crystal heel, but she's already heel, and I don't see how he can't turn her further heel without turning Ace more face by being the guy yes! that got heel. Like that, like all of it together, the whole picture doesn't make any sense. So that's really important because someone knows that doesn't make any sense, and her name's Crystal because she's like the fucking genius. She knows everything, and. Not in a way that's annoying. She knows it in a way that's understated. Sometimes when a woman thinks she knows everything. <laughs> no, I just yappy, mean... Yappy. I just mean she's not a Mary Sue is what yeah, I'm trying to exactly. say. So, you know... I didn't mean that. She has her flaws and she's a good character. I like her. Um, so, anyway... <laughs> but this is nonsense. And so, what ends up happening is going to be like, Well, that's way better. <laughs> so that's, that's really funny about this. All right. So that is a fun pitch meeting. The meeting doesn't make or the the plan doesn't make any sense. And then, uh, but we did have that scene too. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. And that is that uh, Ace was practicing this promo, and he's doing it. And and uh, the Jack's son is playing Crystal's part, right? Yeah. And it's really funny because he gets all fired up. Ace gets all fired up, starts screaming at the kid, and it's like this super awesome promo. And the kid just stops and goes, "That's good, Dad." You know, like, he has no reaction to the... He's in on it, and it's awesome, yeah. you know? So, I liked it. Um, that was fun. All right. <laughs> so. All right, so Bobby and Crystal have to get it on for the camera. Yeah. What happens? Uh, Bobby was awake for... He was very up to doing that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they... they, they uh, at first, like, even Willie says, you're not brother and sister. And then, uh, so Crystal's like, I'm just going to straddle you. And Bobby's like, oh, okay. So they they do they get a photo of them, of Crystal in his lap kissing him, and Willie's like, okay, got it, and like just bails out, leaves, and then they kind of stay in each other's arms for a second, and then uh, Bobby apologizes, and Crystal hops off, and then leaves. And and they have a moment, a little bit of a moment, you know, and um, one of the funny things about this scene too is that Willie is the one taking the pictures, who is like the mom of the locker room lady and she's a backstage worker and she is the former valet of wild bill right so it's still possible that she is king spade's sister yes and you have a theory that like someone's her daughter in the show or maybe something like that her, which, her uh, daughter that she does have in the show is wild bill's daughter right so but that maybe there's somebody else anyway yeah. Um, but, uh, where are we going? Okay, so, um, gosh. Uh, we were talking about, uh, the promos and the, and the different, and how the young fan kind of reacts, oh, that's a good promo, and then, uh, Jack thinks his promo's better, but the son wasn't reacting as positively to that no. promo. No, okay, what I was trying to get at was the Bobby and Crystal getting an on scene. There's a funny part in that. So, Willie, and then I went on and on about her, she is the one taking the pictures and she does a really funny thing she's like well she shuts this door part of the way and it's like oh i want it to be like like i'm you know sneaking yeah. in the photo right that's what it was supposed to look which like. is called shout out to swf it's called the peekaboo camp 
all right? And if you remember back in the day, TNA, the cameras back like backstage would always catch people talking. Like they were always yeah. peekaboo cam. <laughs> Be behind something like, oh shit. WWE had a thing like that too that I can't remember what it was called. A GTV or whatever GTV. it was. GTV. Yeah, yeah. And I think it ended up being the right to censor catching people doing it. I gotta remember what it was. But but peekaboo cam is funny and that's what she was doing. So that's what I was trying to get at. Sorry. I went the long way around. What, what else happened here, Dean? What, what's next? Well, Wild Bill shows up to the show mm-hmm. and everyone knows who Wild Bill is and they're all checking him out and they all want to get photos with him and this reminded Andy and I of a show we were at (laughs) where kind of the opposite a a gentleman showed up and we remember seeing videos of him when he was in his heyday and he has now he has his haircut he looks older but it was the necro butcher (laughs) who was trying to blend into the crowd he wasn't saying oh he wasn't in you know, his ripped jeans and no shirt, he wasn't in character. But he, he was like introducing himself, not as Necro Butcher. He'd be like, oh, hey, my name's Ned. Uh, I came up to see the wrestling show. Like, <laughs> and it was so, happens. like, yeah. <laughs> but other fans who are more familiar with him was like, is that Necro Butcher? He is a very largely tall, uh, distinguished-looking yes. guy. So I was like, oh, I don't know. And then when he started acting like he wasn't somebody important over the top, then it was like, oh, yeah, he's got to be something. Like, this is... Yeah, he ended up working up there for a while, and then, like, it didn't go so well because he's kind of a piece of shit. You know what I mean? But it was pretty funny to have him in line, like, in front of us at a show, and, you know, him... Like, what's the meme? Like, the, hello, fellow kids, you know what I mean? That's what he was doing. Remember it was the wrestling court? Yes. I he was the judge. Oh, my God. He was so drunk. Oh. <sighs> That was a fun episode, though. We yes, we went to a show once in Dayton, and they had a actual wrestlers court segment, and it was the worst thing I've ever seen in wrestling. I mean, it was awful, awful. Yes, it was one of the worst things ever. And Necro Butcher was the uh, he was the judge, and he was drunk as fuck, and everybody else was too. It was not good. Uh, okay, so we also had that meeting with the folks from the fair at like this real nice restaurant, and there's like sports guy. There's theater lady, and then there's Jeopardy guy. And they're all like, we've never seen the wrestling. What is yeah. the wrestling? And the little kid's like, well, you see, a heel is a bad guy, and a baby face is a good guy. And he just breaks down the business for them a little bit. And then Jack's like, as long, I'll tell you anything you need to know as long as it doesn't like give away any secrets. And I'm like, your damn kid just gave him all away. Yeah. He's killing the business. He's supposed to protect it. We get a part also backstage that we kind of started to talk about a little bit earlier with Diego, who's the heel, the big mass wrestler guy, yes. and Rooster, and Rooster's upset that he's not being given an opportunity to shine, which has been a side story since the beginning. Rooster's never had the title belt. Rooster's been around forever. Rooster's always been a face of DWL, but he's never gotten pushed. Jack is going to push him when the time is right. And Diego tells him, I just want to wrestle, man. You can win. I'll, t- I'll tell I'll tell Jack I slipped and fell over. Just push me out, and and he's like really. And then they get like this nice mo- moment between two friends that have wrestled, and one guy just wants to wrestle, and he's so happy to be there, be doing what he loves. The other guy just he wants to win. He's been doing what he loves for years, but he hasn't been given the proper push. Uh, so we get this moment where it looks like they're gonna go off script, and they are gonna change this, and they are gonna do that differently. Yes, and that is kind of. Something else that we we that happened right before this. I'm sorry we're jumping around, but um, it's is that while Bill has shown up, like you said, 
at the show, and he he bought a ticket. So he goes in, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's fucking Wild Bill! Can you believe that's Wild Bill? That's like that's weird." You know, it's almost like that that one cartoon where Bugs Bunny is the conductor, and when he comes in, everyone's like, "Leopold, Leopold, Leopold!" It's like that. So nice. I haven't seen that. So, so, but he holds his his hand up forever, and every time he holds his hand up, the the opera singer has to sing. So he keeps holding his hand up, and he leaves his glove just up in the air, and the guy just dies because he sings so much. It's funny. Um, anyway, so while Bill's there, he goes right over to the uh, signing table where Crystal's sitting, and he sits down next to her, and he starts gassing her up. And he's like, hey, you're the fucking best thing here. They don't even know what they got. Everything else sucks but you. And he, like, gets in pictures with her, and it's like, this will be worth some money someday, kids, and blah, blah, blah. So he's gassing her up. And um, that's important because now he's trying to get her to go off script. So we got a couple of different, we got a lot of moving parts going on on this show, Bill right? stirring the pot up any way he can. And we also have these folks from the fair that are there, you know, that's very important. So they really hope see. nothing goes wrong. <laughs> right. So, um, <laughs> uh, Ace bangs Trisha while staring at the Airstream trailer. Pretty sweet Airstream. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's that good, you know, but damn. Um, and that's in the car. That's like three cars over from Crystal, who's like, like, oh, just getting ready, and like, she's, oh, didn't even know. dressing in the car because yeah. now she's back to being a valet. She lost her spot to do something wrestling related and grabbing a boot, and now she's changing in the car again. It's true. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's the other thing that we mentioned. We failed. To, did we? We talked about how Jack was going to do the distraction thing. We didn't. We, we didn't we talk a about, about how okay. that was her spot in the beginning. Yes. But then because. Crystal was no longer going to be in Ace's corner. It wouldn't make sense for her to grab. Right. So then Jack says he's going to do it, right? Yes. Okay, because he's already in a feud with, with Ace. And he wants he, it. But match. he's a heel, so he's going to turn himself more heel against the other heel. Ah! Ah! I don't like it. I just lost more hair, Dean. And I didn't have any of the yeah. So um, I, it doesn't make any sense. Um, while Bill, he continues to gas up uh, Crystal, and he tells her to go off script? He suggests. He doesn't tell her, right? I mean... Yeah. Piece of shit, Wild Bill. I mean, he's kind of awesome. Ace practices his promo, and nothing makes any sense. Uh, the fair folks are having a blast because we're watching the uh, the Battle Royal, and one of them cracks a pretty good joke. You remember this? I do not. You don't? Like, they're like, okay, so they pan over to the, the three people from the fair, and they're like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. I can't believe I've never gone to this. And, one of, and the one guy's like, they're all on drugs. <laughs> oh, I know that the lady goes, how do they not get hurt? And then that <laughs> That's was his response. It was pretty funny. He's right. And... <laughs> Where, where else are we here? What else well, here? Uh, from from his office up, you know, up top, Jax notices that it looks like Diego's about to get thrown out. Ah. But on his notepad, it says Diego wins. Mm -hmm. So we get this moment, and uh, Diego and Rooster are talking, and Diego says, "Just do it, man." And then uh, Rooster's like, "No." And then like they start to go back towards the finish that they had planned. Uh, Diego goes, "Are you sure?" And Rooster's like, "Yeah." And then he runs at him, and he gets thrown out, and Diego wins. Now, I have a theory here. My, my theory is that the... Okay, so Diego wins with a fucking hip toss over the top rope to the floor. Which is like, oh my god! <laughs> like, 
he's dead, you know? So maybe there was also supposed to be a stretcher job there. We just didn't see it, and it got cut out of the episode. Maybe. Just my thought. You know, because that was pretty fucking crazy bump. So, you know. They probably would have taken it out because of our the ending that we're going to go into. Because yes. you can't do two human stretchers. Well, <laughs> they didn't do any human stretchers. It's the safest way to do a stretcher. See, I mean, when you have someone with a possible neck injury, the first thing you want to do is move them. And you yeah. want to get as many people as possible to move them with a human stretcher. Yeah. We know. Everybody knows. That's the best way to do it. Um, we are not a medical podcast. Do not take medical advice from us. But okay. Um, yeah, we're, we we also had a, a fight between Trisha and Crystal backstage. They started fighting, and Trisha ripped her damn new gear. Yeah. And she started crying. And Trisha gave her shit for crying. You and don't then, belong there, Trisha. But Willie was like, I will fuck. What'd she say? She's like, I'm going to fucking kill you or something. She, said, she something. said, if you don't shut your mouth, I'll shut it for you. There you go. And Trisha shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what happens. Um, yeah, like you said, Rooster's a good guy. Crystal makes her entrance. And Wild Bill had been like, you know, when you go out there, take your bobby pin and put oh. it in your hair and pin your hair up, right? So young boy Bobby is known as Bobby Pin. Um, and we were like thinking after we started watching, I was thinking, oh, that should be a gimmick. I was like, wait a second, that already is a gimmick. And it's... Gorgeous George. That was his thing. He had a he renamed it the George Pin, and he had these golden pins, and he would throw them into the crowd, you know, and bless people with his uh, greatness. If you've never watched old oh, Gorgeous George, it's fucking awesome. Like he's the best heel ever. <laughs> he's amazing. He used to bring a guy out that had this like, like he he lived in Florida where the air was clean. He claimed, and so he would bring a canister of Florida air and have it like ringside and he would stop the match and have his valet fucking give him like oxygen basically on ringside <laughs> amazing loved it um what else happens here dean i think this is where we get uh, so she puts her hair back uh, crystal does she, and she comes out and cuts this amazing promo and basically fixes jack's script right yeah what's she do she basically admits, she tells Ace that she's been cheating on him rather than Ace catching her cheating. She takes the mic out of his hand, too. Yeah. <laughs> because Ace hasn't been able to get the job done. Mm-hmm. But Bobby Pin is getting the job done. That's right. Bobby Pin's the man. Uh, she is really good and cuts this awesome promo that at first is like, the crowd's like, boo, you're bad. And then they're like, wait a second. He is a crybaby. Wait a second. He is not a good guy. And he they... probably can't get the job done. <laughs> and they're like, he's a two-pump jump. I know that from high school. And they fucking turn on uh, her, or they, they turn her face, basically, you know, which is what should have happened. Jack is an idiot. So I just don't understand what he was thinking. So Jack is also the special guest referee in this match. So he's in the ring watching this, and they all know they can't do shit about it. So just kind of like watching it happen. And you thought it was funny that when the match started that Jack had a little shit to talk. You know? Yeah, he said, he said uh, <laughs> we'll deal with this later. we got to deal with the match. And then they go through a little back and forth, and then he comes to the corner and goes, you're in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so we get, uh, we get some... Uh, you know, stiff shots from Ace, huh? Yeah. It was it was a weird back and forth because it's like stiff shot, stiff shot. And he's, he's stomping the crap out of Bobby. And Bobby's like, take it easy. And he gets there real close and he says, reversal. And then they go into like a well thought out. And then like he takes a bump. And then, 
young boy Bobby starts to go into the corner to do something, and then he just starts stomping the crap out of him again. And then he's like, go up top, we'll do a superplex. And I'm thinking he's like, okay, now he, he knows what he's running the match, heels run the match, he's doing all this, he's going to try and help put Bobby over, make it look like a good match. Bobby's a little scared. He gives some brother motivation. Like, just do it, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they do the superplex. It looks good. But then after this this kind of back and forth of Ace being selfish and just angry and beating the crap out of Bobby to working mm-hmm. well with them and calling the match and, get, and letting him get some shit in. And then he puts him in a leg lock. It's uh, shades of the first episode when uh, Ace was in the arm lock. And he locks this leg lock onto Bobby, who is tapping out, which in a cage match, to my recollection, makes it an overmatch. Yeah, well, it depends on the rules. It be- we forgot to mention at the beginning of the match, one of the guys was like, what's a cage match? And they, they Googled it, and they said, well, the rules are you have to escape the cage to win. So yeah. we're assuming that's what the rules are in this match. So Bobby tapping out... Only, doesn't do anything. Yeah, it only makes him look like an, uh, a pussy. So. Yeah. But what's happening... He is, his leg is breaking, and then you can tell Ace thinks about it, and then he wrenches it even more. And like, if, if you ever have had a twig and you're bending it, you know that there, you know that you could stop bending it and hold it, and it's gonna basically stay bent. You gotta give it a little bit more, and it snaps. And Ace kind of thinks about it, and then he snaps it, and you see his his shin bone <laughs> pop out of his leg. Compound fracture, tibia, amphibia, looks like. and uh, just the tibia. Yeah, just one well, uh, look pretty bad. So uh, that, obviously, we've experienced that. We don't have to tell the whole story. We haven't experienced it. Not the leg break, but the... I've broken some bones, but uh, not that bad. But uh, we've seen a wrestler have this injury, this exact injury, in a match. And I don't want to tell the whole story, but... It kills the crowd, right, Dean? Yes. Everyone's a little worried about it. And we saw it. a legitimate X. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We saw two in that match, you know. Uh, maybe six of them are for the same people. Like, please, stop. But we kept going. I don't know why. Um, but, yes, we've witnessed a wrestler get a compound fracture like this in a match. It's terrible. And it kills the crowd. So the crowd's fucking dead. And they get the people out. Everyone's like, oh, my God. Everyone's got their hands on their head. And, um, you know, we get a savior. Before we move on to that, though, I would say that your objections, I know you're, you're raising some objections about how they are shooting on each other. And well, Ace is shooting on uh, uh, Bobby Pin, and then all of a sudden they're working together. But if we've seen matches where it's gotten chippy many times, and they still finish, they still, you know what I mean? They still work yeah. a match even when they're getting chippy. I mean, we saw a match that, you know, it got. It was a full-on fight. You know, it just was a full-on shoot fight. Well, that and was then... someone made a mistake. And then it was kind of like, okay, okay, this, we're working together, we're working together. You just fucked up. Here's a receipt. Back to working with it. Ace was in control the entire time from the get-go. I'm speaking of a match where we saw a full-on brawl for a while. And, and a guy's ear got exploded. Yeah, and... but in, in that match, they were working together from in the beginning. And then the one guy made a mistake mm-hmm. and was getting a receipt. Yes. There wasn't, that wasn't the, the exchange that happened in this part. It was yeah, I understand, all... but that wasn't the only exchange in that match. They continued to fight, yes. you know. So this was, uh, but, but you know, I, I would just say that this was a fairly realistic, it's, it's above expectations of what I would see from something on television about wrestling. I like this. I thought this was really good. I thought it kind of like described the situation pretty well. For in a dramatic fashion, and the fact that we hear them calling spots and stuff, I love that. That's yeah. cool. You know what I mean? I thought that was kind of neat. 
So he's his leg's broken. He gets the stretcher job out, and somebody senses their moment. Well, before this, one nice thing again about young boy Bobby is he is apologizing <laughs> to Jack about I hope I didn't mess up the fair people. Did they see it? I, I'm really sorry. Like it's his fault. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's kind of dumb. You've seen Run, Run, and Run, right? Of course! You know the part where he gets arrested for picking up the prostitute and his line is, I didn't even get my suck off. <laughs> that line would be perfect for Bobby getting like, oh, he broke my leg. I didn't even get my suck off. I thought you were going to talk about the friend of his that always, like, gets injured when they're, like, out drinking. Yeah. And then, it, and it, like, and it's definitely because he's of something I, Ronnie he's did. Iron. He's like, I'm sorry, Ronnie. That's it's okay, my Ronnie, fault. I was fucked up, too. <laughs> That's an amazing movie. Eat that vomit, dog. I love that movie. Um, and Mr. Show, that, that TV show's amazing, so there's that too. The fabulous nickel holder. It holds <laughs> one nickel. <laughs> so yes, but someone did see their opportunity to grab the crowd and control the narrative, and that was Wild Bill. He, the strings, you know, like you said, he's like a marionette. He's like fucking Machiavelli here, and he runs in there. And he cuts a promo, and he challenge, he makes a match. He's just yeah. like goes out there, is like fuck it, I'm gonna make a match. And what's the match, Dean? A ladder match, which is the match that he and King Spade were known for. That oh, took him to the big shit. league. Shit. Triple threat for the Duffy Wrestling League title <laughs> with Ace Jack and Wild Bill, because the, the 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 Spade boys don't know how to run the business the way King Spade did. And they're making these mistakes. And this was a use, a silly, shouldn't have happened injury. And I'm going to be what's better. And then he, he makes, he tries to get the crowd behind him and this takeover. And he's going to come back and show, you know, what wrestling's all about. Uh, Bill also mentions that he likes the three Fs. Yeah. Do you remember what the three Fs were? Fishing, fornicating, and I can't remember food. The food. Food. Yeah, that was the other one. Which fornicating was the last yeah. one because that's the punchline. And the fans are like, "You know it. Fuck. I love the fuck." And that was funny. He's just like us. <laughs> I like to eat food. I, I like to eat the fish that I catch, Bill. <laughs> I like to fuck the. Fu- it's like both. <laughs> We're two for two. Oh my god, that's amazing. So, if you go back a couple episodes, um, maybe second episode, I think, when uh, when <laughs> Big Jim's child was born, I was like, you know they're going to use this fucking hospital set again, and you better believe it, we're back at the hospital set, because, what's his name? Uh, Young Bob- boy Bobby. Yeah, Bobby Pin is getting his leg worked on, <laughs> it's like he's dying. Everyone's in the waiting room like, oh my god, is he going to live? We don't know. I hope they save the leg. <laughs> and it's just like... I don't know, that's not as major of a thing as, like, a heart attack or, I don't know, this is not a life-threatening injury that he's had. So it's a career ending. <laughs> yes, yes, and I, we... I would be in the hospital room waiting for you to come out of surgery. I understand. Well, we'll see. We'll see when I break my leg tomorrow on purpose yeah. for attention. We'll see what happens. But So, um, Jack and Ace, they fight. Is it the tibia and the fibula? <laughs> Just a tibia. He'll be fine. <laughs> so they fight in the hallway, Ace and Jack do, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing out there? I'm going to go away. And, and, and Jack speaks some truth. Did you hear what he said? I know he said that Ace is a piece of shit. He said, you know why I made you a heel? Because you're a piece of shit in real life. And, yes, and then they stop, and they look up. <gasps> and the young 
Jack's son is standing there watching, and right he came behind the fourth wall. Y'all shoot fighting in front of me, and he runs off. Ah! <laughs> and cries like a little bitch. <laughs> and Willie is not a not happy about this. As well. But Willie also had a phone call. She did. She well, she gave the phone to Jack. And Jack talks on the phone, and he tells he tells the fair people that Bobby was just selling. <laughs> yeah, he's really good at selling. That Bobby is. When uh, would, would 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 you fall for that that time that we saw someone's leg break and their, their you no. know their bones came out of the skin? Would you be like, no? But we watch wrestling; they don't. That's <laughs> how it that. is. So they don't know that compound fractures aren't part of the show. Um, that was really funny. I can't believe it. But guess what? They got the fair! The fair show with the 10,000! It's gonna be 10, amazing. You know, um, at this point. You know how much they'll make if they even get a dollar a ticket? $10,000? Oh my god, can they even. $2 a ticket? $20,000. <laughs> but you and know. And Wild Bill paid for $15 a ticket. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's how much we've. Yeah, we did. We learned how much it costs to get into the show, and it's $15. So now we know proxy. We're gonna have to count the people in the crowd next week and find out how many people actually attend yeah. these shows. So um, I wonder how many get free tickets. God damn it, this is gonna be hard. It's hard to calculate, you know, these kinds of things. But um, yeah. <laughs> so they get the fair. That's the end of the episode. That's heels episode five. Any comments or things that we miss before we go into next week on heels? No, I think I think we hopped around a little bit. There were we things did. that we started to miss, and we would go back and edit. I think we really covered a lot of the important stuff on the episode. But did we get all the funny stuff? All the funny stuff. Okay, that's the most important part. Um, okay, so next week on Heels, we have Rooster getting poached. You, It's funny. As soon as the episode stopped, you go, we. oh, this is the other thing. We looked up how many episodes there are. So if this is kind of, I guess, soft spoilers for Heels, so not really, but a little bit. So if you want to know this, great. If you don't, fast forward 30 seconds. But we found out that there are eight episodes. So there's three episodes left. And that means that obviously they're going to build to this big show. And the big show will be the last episode, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, but as soon as the show ended, you looked at me and you're like, what about the Florida guy, yeah, right? What about Gully? And the first scene on Next Week on Heels was him trying to poach Rooster. Mike O'Malley. <laughs> Mike O'Malley. Uh, so Rooster gets poached by Florida. Ro Rooster has a meeting, okay? Yeah. Rooster just... is DWL for life. Is he okay? I don't think so. Um, Crystal has heat, uh, and then Wild Bill takes over DWL. That's kind of what's going to happen next week. I think I think they're going to make that match. I think Rooster's going to get added in, and it's going to be for a four-way dance. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then Rooster wins in the end. That'd Rooster be great. Wins. Do you remember when there was a match... At uh, Rockstar Pro for the, the title, it was two guys, uh, Zach Wentz and Sammy Callahan. And then the Thursday before... Uh, can, I, can I have match? Can I yeah. be in match? Yeah. Am I allowed? Uh, Shigahiro <laughs> Irie. Uh, Shigahiro Irie, who we loved, uh, <laughs> in broken English, put himself in the main event <laughs> for Friday. And then when we showed up on Friday... One of our guys, Jeremiah, pitched himself for being overlooked, not appreciated, there a long time. True. That he should be having more opportunities. They added him to a match. And what happened? 
He, he won, won it. He won. So we're getting that same. I still, I still, line. I still. There's a lot. That's one of my favorite memories of being there at a show with Andy because the two guys are fighting on the outside of the ring. Uh, Shigehiro Irie is just watching. They go through a table while he's in the corner watching. Jeremiah has rolled in behind them. And we're like, this is it. And Andy and I are like, this is it. <laughs> Andy, me, and Greg probably are like, this is going to be it. It's just going to pins them. Like, four people in that audience were happy. <laughs> Everyone else was so mad. Yeah, he was like top heel. We loved him. We just couldn't stop. He was great, man, you know? Had some good shit going on. That was a good night, man. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. That was so much fun. <laughs> Having, also being able to see Shigehiro Irie, like, we knew this was a treat. We were watching this guy. We were like, this is fucking amazing. Like, like, because he's like, he's a big deal in DDT and like, he's never coming here again. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he does it, I'll be surprised. Maybe when the pandemic's over. Maybe he if found that, the pool. <laughs> he found the pool. <laughs> That's an old joke. That's an inside joke. All right, well... I guess that's Heels Episode 5. Dean, anything else? No, I'm looking forward to Episode 7. <laughs> <laughs> what about 6? You okay no, with that? going to be all the personal like, <laughs> yeah, well, stories. No, you're so. right. Well, hopefully we'll get two in a row. It'll be 7 and 8. Yeah. You know, we'll get we'll get the go-home show on the 7th show, and then the pay-per-view on the 8th show. Yeah. Let's see what happens. So, anyway. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye-bye.